Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. G'day, welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes Podcast. Here to give the everyday battler a voice, delete head noise, one laugh at a time, deleting a couple of better beers today. Yeah, fucking the get that India. Intro to today's guest, pro boxer and current Queensland heavyweight champ, Troy Pilcher, and his coach, manager, and mate, Fidel. How are we, lads? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Boys. Thanks Thank- for making the trip, boys. Thanks for having us. No Cheers. worries. Cheers, lads. Nice little start to a delay on the flight today for you. Who are you with, Qantas? Or... Yeah, yeah, Qantas. Yeah, stuck on the tarmac for about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, That's all right. But if I can manage to slip a bit of a yarn in anyway. <laughs> um, thanks for making the trip, boys. I first bumped into Troy after he won the Queensland heavyweight title on the Tim Zoo undercard not long ago. Yeah, that what was a, a fucking night that was, bro. Man, that was unreal. That was, um, that was a new experience for me. That was... Mm. Uh, even just, uh, I'm usually used to fighting on some of these smaller shows in the Gold Coast or in smaller towns and whatnot. So, yeah, um, I think that's one of those those moments you dream of as an athlete, really, right? So, like, yeah. um, even even your whole life as a kid, you know, you yeah. just dream on being in front of those big stands and whatnot. And what a what a way to make it out! It was um, on oh. Tim Zuiden card. So, yeah, yeah. Well, mate, that like I was saying to you before. You know, you guys were pretty early on, right, with a fair few fights in between. Second fight. Yeah, second mm. fight. And I think we just rolled in and I was like, fuck yeah. Like, mm. there's something about heavyweights. Yeah. And there seemed to be a bit of passion in that one too. Like, I didn't know any lead up to it or anything, but, yeah, it was it was pretty fucking cool. Started about a year before, man. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we, we were we had a fight in September last year. Yeah. Um, so obviously, I'd been thinking about the guy for about a year leading up to that moment. Oh. So, like when you like when you when you have a fight, man, you you can't think about anything. Like throughout the day, that dude's on your mind at all times because you know that he's thinking about you as well. And, yeah. And just the fear of it all, like you know. So, um, yeah, that was going for a long time. We yeah. fought 
in September last year and it was a close fight. It was a good fight mm. and it was a draw. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that, that was done. And obviously I had a bit of an injury after that. So I uh, had to sit out for a little while. Yeah. Um, and that whole time it was consuming me, man, because I knew I should have won, oh, that, I won yeah, that fight. Eating yeah, up. Um, But yeah, so then the fight um, materialised again and it happened to be on such a big show, so... Um, and you fucking finished it pretty well too. Yeah, Just beautiful it. finish. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, everything we worked on for that fight worked. Like it was, it was a short fight, but yeah, like a lot we worked on and everything we worked on happened, eh? Yeah. Which was, which was the best part of it all, you know? Like, even if I just walked out and just threw a punch and it was over, it wouldn't be as, as satisfying as it, as it was. Yeah, like putting the work in or what you've been training sort of thing yeah, and it comes off. For sure, man, for sure. Was there specifics, like um, once you had that draw to the knockout? In your training that you improved on? Um, yeah, well, obviously we worked on our strengths, first of all. Yeah. Um, we don't want to be thinking about the opponent too much, I think. Um, but we worked on our strengths and um, we're working our, our work rate. Um, yeah, and just little, just little little techniques here and there, like getting to the moving away from his right hand a bit more and, um, you know, letting him, let him swing to the fence and miss because that's tiring, man. Yeah. Like, uh, when you throw a punch and you land, it, it, that's easy. But when, you, when you're yeah. missing... And you're throwing everything behind it. That, that hurts, eh? And yeah, it really yeah. hurts your chest, so. Yeah. yeah. And not saying that you're not, bro, but he's a pretty, like, that bloke's a pretty intimidating-looking fucker, eh? Mm. And, like, when he come out and had the, you know, the harker going and stuff like that, it's one of those things that, you know, not being from that culture myself, you know, it, it really sends, like, whoa, like, you go, holy fuck. Well, for, first of all, being Kiwi, like... I felt a little left out, eh? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm watching the All Blacks as a kid, you know, and like, I, like I'm a Kiwi. Like when I see yeah. when I see the hucker, like I feel I feel a bit of pride. Yeah. But then now I'm on the other end of it. Like I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, yeah, it's, you uh, mean going? It's, fuck a, it's an awkward experience, eh? Yeah. Well, we, I think I think the way you handle it, but we were walking out, and we never spoke about this. And you know, he's he's Kiwi born and raised. My wife's Kiwi, so I know a lot about the culture. Yeah. You know, she's Maori as well, and so I know a bit about the culture and. We stood there in the just about to walk out, and he's walked out with his hucker and everything else. And I just turned around and I said, "Bro, he's trying to take your mana." And I said, "You already got his fucking mana. Do you understand? You already own it. You own yeah. it." Yeah. And he, he looked at me and said, "Fuck, I have got it. Fuck this. We've got this. We're going there. We're going to fucking take everything." Yeah, yeah. yeah. The rest so, is fucking history. So, if anything, that sort of fired you up. Like probably just as much as him or more. Yeah. Like I, think, his... I, I think before a fight, like you're always going to have these voices in your head telling you, like. Like you're not good enough, or trying to find a way out. Yeah. So it's just the little things like that that you got to just reassure yourself constantly. And obviously, your seconds out from walking out, so it's like those those thoughts are getting heavier and heavier. So once that was squashed, it was squashed. It was yeah, done. Fucking like up. I'm ready to go now. I've I've done the work. I've, yeah, the confidence yeah. is there. Like um. So he's got to believe in what you've put in for sure. And now you're like, just go and do it for sure. The 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 head is the most important thing, and I think in any sport, but especially boxing, you like you could you could be the most skilled fighter on the planet but if your head's not in the right space man yeah you're gonna go down eh? Yeah. and that, that day our head was it was it was <laughs> yeah. it was awesome man and like he he walked out and i was terrified but you got to mm. push that to the side and yep. you just got a job to do and you gotta trust in yourself and your coaches and yeah and whatnot and um oh man is it hard in front of that crowd not to just come out like a fucking southern cross windmill it because is, like because <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> like, you've been going he did. He, he had to tell me a couple of times. He probably wouldn't have seen it, but he was just, just take your time. Just take your time. Yeah. Slow it down. He's back in the cameraman. It'd be hard though, yeah. eh? Because you'd be that pump man, mate. Um, yeah, we were. We were. We, we like about two weeks out. We were jumping for us, you know. Yeah, we were all ready to go then. 
and I was telling Fizz, like, I want to go now. Like, and obviously, it's just me being fired up, and we're ready to go. We're, we're, it was a long time yep. we waited. And again, like I said, it had that element where it was, I was thinking about the guy for a year. Yeah. You know, that, that moment's finally come. Yeah. It wasn't going to be a draw this time. That's yeah. For sure. Oh, and you'd fucking made sure of that. Mm. And it was, it, what a cool thing to do on that platform and stuff, mate, to give yourself a bit of a, you know, this is who I am sort of thing and get exposed to some people. Well, you big, know? big shout out to Fids because he was the one that lined it up. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, he, just a, it's just a pity what you guys said. You know, boxing's built on the pinnacle of heavyweight boxing, especially in Queensland. It's such a big thing. Like, you've got proud history of heavyweight boxing. Yeah. And then to come out second fight, you know, like, we're not looking down anyone there and stuff, but two local boys, massive issue between them for the last 12 months. Everyone talks about it. And then yeah. Your second fight when there's a thousand people there. Imagine mm. that was the second last fight. Or yeah, whatever but, it was. Yeah. No disrespect to any of the other fighters. All right. But fuck, like people are there to see heavyweights and someone get pumped. You Bruce, know, like, that's why that's we're looking at about. the undercard. I was on a Bucks party with the boys, yeah. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, we'll just go before I said, cunts, there's a heavyweight <laughs> fight there. I'm fucking watching that. And like I said, He's that scary was scary as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I was like, look at these two cunts. And then so we went there and watched that. It was a fucking, it was prime. Yeah. And it's, like, it's always it going to be boys. Like the heavyweights, there's just something different about it. On top, it, of, the, on top of that, like, I can't take anything away from my opponent, too, man. He's a beast. Yeah. I don't know if you've we'll seen. I, I don't know. We'll I don't mean, I don't know if you've um, seen any of his previous knockouts, but he just levels dudes. Yeah, yeah. Puts them to sleep. They're out for. They're out on the ground, not just for the ten count, but for a long time. Yeah. And on on paper, it was a good fight, and that that's um, another thing too. Not a lot of guys like like those even matches, and, and yep. we, we took it on full stride. So, but we uh, see, we said that. Like yeah. I said to him, bro, like you want to bite a, you want to fight a bum, get back into it. You know, three months, four months early when we started, he might have said, yeah, let's just see how we go together. Mm. Two months, three months later, he's like, oh, bro, just, you're ready to fight this blood. Let's just fucking take him. He goes, fucking off. Let's yeah, that's prime, mate. And, and Hayes, look, I, I, I know of his amateur pedigree. He was in the Australian program as an amateur. This guy can box. He's mm. not just a big banger. He's a big motherfucker, but yeah, he, yeah. Can, he can box too. Yeah. So we just had to devise the plan to make sure we stayed away from his strengths. You know? Yeah, that's and awesome. Fucking did it. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Do you reckon there's a bit of a change in boxing at the moment as a whole of the best fighting the best or starting to? Because it seems like the last last sort of six months or something, there's been a few big fights. That, do you know how like Mayweather and Pacquiao didn't happen until fucking too late? Too too late. Yeah. Seems like a couple of these big dudes who would have never fought each other are starting to, or is it, that it's just... It's big business. Um, you know, again, I'm involved in the promotional aspect as well for years. It's big business. And promoters just don't get along. Yeah. And if you've got one promotional company and one there, yeah. they hate each other because they're competition. So where Al Hamer's done really well is at PBC, he's spotted from a couple of years in advance who's going to move up, who's going to move down, who's going to be the strength, and he's kind of just gone all out to get them to come to his table. Yeah. And then obviously those massive undisputed events happen. Yeah. And that's mm. what is now the key thing. Undisputed means fuck the belts. I'm the best of the best, and I've got them all. Yeah. And I'm the man. And that's you know, what right. we saw on the fucking weekend, what we saw was marvellous. Dude, was that, was, that was wild, wasn't it? Mm. That was fucking crazy. But I wish yeah. we could do more of it. You know, that's what we're missing in, in boxing. Yeah, it's because sure. it's the most. It's a beautiful sport in a brutal mm. way. Yeah, but we that's need the right. more even fights. That's what we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, for sure. Is but, there a moment for you where you wrap your hands and then the nerves go away, or you're pretty nervous? Till is there a moment with something you do? Round three. <laughs> <laughs> every, every 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 fight's different. Sometimes you don't really feel the nerves until the night. Yeah. Sometimes you don't feel the nerves until two weeks before. Mm. The earlier that you get the nerves, the better, because then you can start going through those anxious thoughts and, yeah. and start squashing them. Yeah. Um, that one, 
I felt strangely relaxed. I think those nerves were there, but we worked so hard. And, like, I think I told Fids, like, a week before the fight, I was like, mate, whatever happens, if I was to walk out there and get absolutely knocked out in the first round, I've given it everything I could have. Yeah. And, that, and that's that. And then that gave me the confidence to just not be as nervous, I think. And, yeah. Um, but as far as, like, you always be nervous, so to answer your question, like, not really, there isn't. I think when the music turns on, when you're about to walk, walk out, out that's, yeah. that, that's, when, that's when it is. I think you get more nervous... When the raps go on, yeah. When they, when okay, they, put, when they yeah. put the raps on, you're like, they, the official signs it. You're like, oh fuck, oh, we're there. in it now. <laughs> yeah. There's no backing out of this, man. Yeah. I got, I got fucking friends and family out in the out in the stands, and yeah, I, I can't run from this shit. Like, and it, I get the same thought every single before every single fight. Yeah, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. the fuck am I doing? I'm here again. What am I? What am I doing? Yeah, and the fight's over, and I'm like, fuck, let's go again. So. Yeah, that's why we do it. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And there bro. was a, a guy with him. I said, um. Mate, just remember, you get nervous. And I've, been, I've done fucking 400 corners in my life, professional corners. And I said, when you get those fucking gloves on, you're going to want to chuck a piss to go now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, all right, yeah. all right, he's got the fucking wraps on. He goes, I've got the gloves on. He goes, I've got to chuck a fucking piss. He's got gloves on, signed off. I go, I'm not fucking pulling your dick out. Yeah. I said, Jaden, he's got a video. <laughs> got fucking pull his dick out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Took yeah. him for a walk. They come back smiling above him. Whatever happens, sweet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The nerves, yeah. yeah. He kicks yeah. in. Hey, yeah. you going off the back of that, um, how are you with the old post nut? Like, do you hold hold your load in a week before the fucking fight or do you know a yeah, bit more aggression do you know <laughs> that comes in do you, do you pay much into that or too not? much of a habit for me man yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the same I can't kick that habit <laughs> oh for sure um, we'll get to some other highlights and, and No Limit itself and sign into that a bit later bro but take us back to a young fella mate um, so I was, I was brought up in a, a town in New Zealand or it's kind of like a suburb of a school to tell you bay it's um it's connected to a city called Potiro. Yeah. So Potiro is like pretty known in New Zealand. There's been a pretty rough area, eh? um, a lot of gang culture and and whatnot going around. And so I was a bit of a a minority in a minority area, eh? So I was like a, a white boy in in um you know, yeah, mostly Islanders and Maldives and whatnot. So it was pretty rough, man. Um, got bullied a lot as in primary school and high school uh, and. And whatnot, and intermediate, so I had to kind of learn how to fight, eh? Yeah. I think that's where that mongrel comes from. Um, yeah. But as far as uh, everything else, man, I can't fault my parents. They're absolutely amazing. Yeah. They supported me for everything. They've, uh, every rugby game, they're always there. And um, through school, they pushed me, even though I didn't want to bloody be there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was that. And then went to high school, and that's when I kind of started... Um, um, doing well for myself. I was captained uh, our first 15 rugby, which rugby union is a massive thing. Yeah, so it was sure. a bit of an honour for me to, to take that on in high school and, um, yeah, carried through. But I was, I was shocking the school, man. Yeah. Absolutely fucking shocking, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Like just with the actual academic side of things, like just not interested sort of thing or just... I, I struggled, man. Yeah. I, I, got dysle- I got dyslexia, eh? So, yeah. Um, I, the way I saw it, I was just in a box, a dark box and then there's a teacher that for no life skills trying to tell me what to do mm. and tell me tell me what to think and, and whatnot and I just I couldn't sit there and, and hold that attention for long enough man and so I was that kid distracting everyone in class mm. look back on that <laughs> I was at the back throwing things about and being obnoxious and whatnot and I'm sure a lot of my old classmates remember me being an absolute fucking knobhead but yeah um, yeah I, str- I struggled man I struggled hard eh? but it's like it's one of those things too as you go how long is it going to be until some sort of system changes? Because 
they've put everyone in the same box and there's a heap of people like yourself, Cam, even even you, mate, like some people who might not learn the same way as others do, mm. but they're mm. treated like there's something wrong with them where they just fucking don't learn like that. Mate, yeah, 100%. Well, now, funny enough, I, like I started um, a degree. Yep. I'm, I'm two years in, I'm one year off, man. So like, no, no one would have thought that. But the reason being is I do, I do it online. Like I, I do it my way. Like I've got yep. a way. Like, and so I open up my laptop. If I'm feeling like it, I'll do it. Yep. Like, um, if I'm not, whatever. If I want to do it in the garden, I'll do it in the garden, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I can make the lecture run slower if I needed to. If I can pause and watch the same part over and over and over again, yep. I can do it at my pace, you know? So, yeah, nice. And it's just on your point, man. It's, there's just different ways of learning. There's different ways of going about things, and I absolutely love it now. So Yeah. No, that's sick. So yeah. did you start that as just like a backup with your boxing and just to keep your brain going, or what was the reasoning, mate, to start um, your degree? What is it? Analytics? Your Business stuff. analytics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so... Didn't a lot of data and statistics. And, Are you good at math? Shocking, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm just getting, I'm getting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I, I like challenging myself. And yeah, um, I'm doing well. I, I get high, uh, high distinctions and, and distinctions and that's whatnot. Prompt. So yeah, it's um, you can always get better at everything you do in your life, eh? And, yeah. and, I, and I love it now. So yeah. At least you can do your own stat sheet, mate, for your <laughs> knockouts. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's a hundred percent at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that's what you are. You six six fights six um, or seven fights? Is it six fights? So we've had seven fights. fights. Yeah, six wins, six knockouts. Fucking and then that, that's that a one draw good record. That, which will um, eat me up forever. But yeah, um, hey, bro, but you that's fucking, an easy graft. Yeah, yeah just keep, keep going in the one column, eh? That's right. With the boxing, bro, like you said, you had to get it roughed up a little bit as a kid and mm. get introduced to it. When did boxing as a sport actually come in? So and, and why? So I finished high school. Um, I moved over here maybe a year afterwards. I remember being on the shovel, um, digging trenches, and I was left New Zealand. But I was playing rugby union over there, and then came over here, moved to over to a, a rugby union team, Bond University. Um, played with them for two years. Mm. Um, just wasn't the same as back home. Eh? The culture's different. Yeah. And then I uh, went to mum and dad, and I told them uh, I want to try this thing called MMA. And they're like, "What's that? The <laughs> 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 uh, cage fighting?" And then. They were not happy, man. Like I said, like they were there at every one of my games, and I was I was close to making it, like you know, yeah, well, close enough to as, as a pro maybe, and yeah, it was always on the cards, and I pretty much just threw it out the window, and they were devastated. Yeah, um, so I started MMA, um, had about five or six fights there, wasn't as good as I was at boxing, um, but like I liked the boxing aspect of it all, and um, eventually transitioned purely into boxing, eh? and yeah, yeah, did had a few um, amateur boxing fights and. Um, turned pro last year, and yep. then here we are today. So, yeah, yeah. fucking nice. Yeah. What was that? Uh, like, when did you guys meet up? Like, where where through the career? Well, we started really chatting kind of last year, eh? Yeah, through his old coach, we um we we had a good little chat once. Uh, he wanted to go to Dubai. He was going to Dubai for a holiday, mm. and I had some friends there that were. Uh, it's actually tied to us as trainer, uh, old training partner of mine, because I'm from Western Sydney and yeah, you know, originally. Um, and I, I messaged him. I said, look, I put him in contact. There's a mate of, mate of a mate, one of these fighters, want to come and train. Can he train with you guys? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. So Sully said, yeah, bring him down. And I think that's where we started chatting. And Yeah, yeah nice. Mm. And was that like a thing of taking it to the next level with you and really fucking having a dig at, you know, making the best you, you could of it? Is that the reasoning for it? Or? Nah, my, my, I was with a, a coach and he's, he's to this day like a father to me, Ace. Yep. He had a, uh, a bit of an accident, so he's, oh, right, uh. he's unable to coach uh, anymore. Yep. Um, and Fidel was just moving up from Sydney. Yeah, he just moved up, yeah. And then he, um, obviously, was the 
the right choice. Like he was a guy that's really helped me out, and he's really yeah. got a big name in the boxing world, man. Yep. Yeah, um, he's respected by everyone, and and the, you can imagine in the boxing community, like all these coaches and promoters, and they've known each other for decades, and there's a lot of like. Uh, um, camaraderie yeah friendship yeah. yeah yeah and then Fidel's name was, was the top among them so yeah. it, made, it made sense and um, like obviously he's young coach as well yeah um, I think it's important like maybe we just weren't going to be a good fit but we ended up being you know very mm. very close and we go in and he, he rips on me and we have a bit of fun yeah but then when it's time to put me in my place too he'll do he'll do exactly yeah. the same so because we're pretty because yeah. obviously boxing when you're in there you're by yourself. Mm. But the whole lead up and everything, how important is it to have a really good relationship with your coach and your gym and stuff like that, you reckon? Coaches mean everything, man. Yeah. Like, you're never going to make it without a good coach. Full stop. Like, you can almost, like, bet on the guy with the good coach, right? Every yeah. single time. Well, it's basically, yeah, we, we plan off, well, who's his, the first question we go, oh, you want this fight, who's his coach? Yeah. So we know exactly what to expect. And, yeah, right. And it makes a massive difference. There's some good fucking coaches in this country and some fucking... Dick Harry's, man, they don't know shit. Mm. Right? <laughs> yeah. So we know when they take a fight or when not to. And uh, it does make a little... I'm still fucking learning too. I've been taught by the best. Yeah. Um, and I'm still learning. Learning every day. doesn't matter how old you are. But, yeah, yeah it's... Uh, just, the shoe's got to fit. And in this instance, as much as we can butt heads at the time and... <laughs> He knows he's scared shitless of me and shit. Like, <laughs> I am the he better boxer. Yeah. Yeah, right. But, yeah, like he listens when he needs to and he's got a fucking good engine and a good mind, man. Yep. And that's more important than anything. Engine and head, fuck everything else can be taught, but that shit's that's born, yeah? It was yeah. A point, he's got yeah. that, yeah? There was a point last year where it was like, it was, it was our first kind of thing, eh? It was our first um, bitch. time butt, butting heads. <laughs> you know when you have a dog, right? Like, and, then, and like, I guess like, gonna have that day where he fronts up to you and you gotta put him in his place. Yeah. <laughs> we had that day. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got a bottle of wine out of it, so that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I won the battle. You won, you won that one and then yeah. <laughs> when you talk for the weekend, I'm yeah. just like I just walked down and said, oh, fuck yeah, so that I'm going. I wouldn't respond to his texts and stuff and then yeah. he comes Monday with a bag and he's got a nice oh, was it? actually oh. it was the bag, it was like a little paper wrapping and a bottle of wine. He, he fucking done his homework, got me the right fucking wine, so yeah. it was all right. It's all dead and buried there and then. It's yeah. Oh, well, mate, I think when you got two blokes like that and there's a lot of passion and fucking energy and, and belief in that, you're going to have a couple of times, eh? Where it's like Cam and I have had fucking blues and that too. I think if you're not actually having a go and you're passionate, it's going to happen eventually. And, and it's we're so invested. You know, everything's – you're invested your time. You know, I've got three kids. I've mm. got you know, a beautiful wife. We're fucking bust my ass. You're invested with your time. You're invested with your money. And so if it isn't passion, because it ain't fucking big bucks, mm. you're not talking about money. You're like yeah. paying peanuts. Yep. Poor cunts get their heads punched in for fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. All right? So it's not money. I don't take a fucking dollar. It's just, but when you're so invested, when you think one's direction, the other one's got a direction, and you kind of just butt heads at the time, mm. it becomes very volatile, you know? And you can be building something up as well and then explode because you're on the right level and they've said something. Exactly right. And, but it's like family. You just that's get right. the fuck over it, but. Yeah, like, that's that communication right. thing too, right? Like the communication. You could have something in the back of your head building up for so long, but you haven't said anything. they got the same thing. By the time it comes out, you've been thinking about it for two months and it's just like... We should have probably just said this ages ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I did say it after. I didn't yeah. say it. <laughs> <laughs> I like, Fuck, this little bitch. I'm out of here. Fuck, I'm going out. That's the other <laughs> thing about a, a coach and, and student relationship, man. The coach is always right too, eh? Mm. Like, like, I, like <laughs> uh, yeah. And, like, and you just got to accept that. Like, I'll, I'll chime in every now and then. I'll drop. 
a few hints here and there, and fucking probably a little bit too much for his liking. But um, mm. yeah, you just gotta you just gotta understand your place. So, like I said, coaching's everything, and yep. um, he's the he's the boss. So. Oh, good yeah. stuff. Sounds like you got a good relationship, boys. That's I've got to fucking get, get him to talk to my wife. She's fucking, <laughs> she has to learn the same shit. Fuck your game, man. Yeah. <laughs> what Jimmy are fighting out of now? Uh, or so it's a uh, Billy Fight Club. Yep. So yeah, Fids started that last year. Yeah. Yep. yeah um, nice. Man, it's it's growing already, man. Yep. Like yep. I don't think I've ever been part of a, a gym like that. Good um, culture and stuff like that. Right? It's unreal. Good like, fighters, good people. Yeah. So like yeah, even. Awesome. It, from the pros, we've got a few pros there. We've got a lot of keen amateurs, eh? Yeah. And then we've just got a massive group of people that just like to train. And, mm. like, you could walk in there, there's no ego whatsoever. Everyone yeah. gets on, everyone's having a laugh. Um, it's not, like, military style either. Like, yeah. a lot of gyms you're going to... And if that works for you, then cool. But yeah, yeah. Um, our, 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 our feeling in the gym, it's a, it's a fun place to be. You want to be there. You want to be excited to just go hang out yeah. with, your, with your friends. Blow a bit of steam off and just fucking skate for a bit. And yeah, for sure. Is it well, a fighter's gym, but or is it you can go there for fitness and you're welcome? Nah, both, both, mate. Because um, yeah. you know, like, sometimes they have that dynamic where they don't even want the fitness people in there. This is a fighter's gym. Well, I just said it before, like... There's no money in fighters. Yeah. So if you're going to open the gym for fighters, you're fucking dreaming. You're going to be closed down two years. and So it's got to be for the fitness aspect and for the supporters. Yep. Yeah. But there has to be that nice fine balance between the fighting aspect. Because people won't come fucking train with you if you don't know how to train people. Mm. You've well, got to yeah. have the best fighters for people to go, oh, fuck, I want to be there. So yeah. after his fight, I would have woke up to about <laughs> 10 messages. Oh, can you train me? Oh, can you do this? And can I haven't got the fucking time. Yeah, How yeah. about you come in? I've got some good coaches there, great coaches. They're learning too. Yep. And be a part of the fucking family. You know? mm-hmm. And uh, look, got a no dickhead policy there. Any mm-hmm. dickheads walk in, we get them beat up and get them fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's worked really well because everyone's like a family member and yep. it's fucking awesome. You know? so, mm, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good, mate. That's fucking good, good stuff. Day. It's um, You're talking about the no dickhead policy. How many fucking mad cunts just roll in off the street ready to just shadow box and fucking carry on, man? <laughs> yeah, fucking funny enough. I reckon I'm the only one that's ever fucking done that. Got <laughs> my fucking ass whooped and then I fucking stopped. Wait, yeah. tell us that, yeah. Yeah, so no, I was, I was, look, I'm a young kid and I've grown up a bit in the bad areas, you know, from Blacktown in New South Wales and Sydney. And, um, mate, you got to grow up with a fucking chip on your shoulder or you won't last. It's, it's part of your, you know, it's part of your, your life. And I've, you know, I've tried to be a hard ass. My whole life, I'm a hard ass, and I've walked in the gym, and you know, I walked into a, another. Gym. I had my first trainer there, or you know, first trainer of the gym, and he, he goes, mate, you think he used to be an amateur world champion? He was a real fucking beast, Turkish bloke, and um, and he goes, oh yeah, you think you're fucking tough? You think you're, you're doing this? You, you know, you couldn't last ten seconds. And I said, fucking, I'll show you for the last ten seconds. Let's do it a minute, and he made. All he did was faint the right hand, give me a fucking left shot, body rip, and I'm like, boom, sack of shit. I would have been 24 year old, and I said, hey, let's open the gym together. We can fucking do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mate, yeah. good lesson, mate, because yeah. it's 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 not about being that mongrel. I'm always being that mongrel, and we actually we yeah. spoke about this on the way into the plane. And I was I was a fucking shit fighter. I was shit. I was too emotional because I was too scared. Mm. I walked in the ring and I used to be scared before I fucking walked in there. I'd be scared leading up to it. I'd be scared in the ring. In the street, it's exactly the same. I just want to finish it and fuck it off. I was great in the street. I'm undefeated on the fucking street. <laughs> but I lost my fucking fight when I started. My first fight, I was fucking got beat. Yep. And it was yep. because of fear. Yep. And uh, with time, I've learned to how to harness that with my fighters now. 
because you guys were talking about before about the fear, about the energy, about all that shit. Man, that's your worst enemy in the ring. Mm. Emotion is your worst enemy. And so it taught me real early when I got hit to that body shot and then actually had my first fight at the age of 26 that, fuck, you got to learn to get rid of that ego, get rid of the fucking emotion because there's always some kind out there that's bigger, stronger and can fucking hammer you at any time. Yeah. And that's the lesson you've got to try to bring on to all these guys. Yeah. That just be ready for the unexpected. So the, if you overlook, then if you get you under, you'll be sweet. You're right. Yeah. But if you under, underestimate them, that's when they can fuck you. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, so it'd be like, how much a percentage of it do you reckon, mate, is, mentali- is mentality compared to physicality? What do you, what do you reckon? I, I reckon it's probably 50%. Yeah. If you're I'd, realistic. I'd, I'd say more. Yeah. Mm. I'd say more. Just yeah. the mindset that you're going in there with and shit. Yeah. Well, bro, you're walking in the ring soon. Yeah, we all are. Hopefully. All, all, all three of you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey? Yeah. Yeah, so we're all going to fight each. Well, that's why I'm listening to this, well, that's why I'm listening to this going, well, fucking well, copy. First of all, you gotta, you got to be disciplined enough to just show up to the gym all day. That's mentality, right? Yeah. you yeah. got to be consistent. you got to be able to do the things you don't want to do. That's 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 the that's the first part. Yeah. And then, it, like, as far as the fight goes, like, not letting your, your nerves or your emotions take over, that's another big thing too, man. Yeah. And then when you're in the ring, like, you've got to gain control your emotions like your opponent could be doing something saying something to you or or do something to you or whatever that just absolutely pisses you off man you've got to keep that, sh- that mind straight and you also might, like might you throw gotta... a big swing and yeah. fucking he just dodges it and knocks you the fuck out eh? All that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mate going from the amateur to the pro stuff how did that come about that decision and was it a bit more nerves involved with your first pro fight like what was the difference there for you there's no difference in far as nerves i think yeah um the transition, like I, I had lost a couple of amateur fights as well, and I fought some good guys, and I didn't have too many, not as not as much as, as most um, pro heavyweights or good ones at least. Yeah. Um, as far as their transition, like I knew I belonged in the pros, like and I, and I wanted to be there. Um, I hated headgear, you know. I, I, I like the bright lights. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to be there. So I was happy when I finally made that move. Um, but as far as the the nerves or the mentality or anything else, no, nothing changed. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's good, man. And we talked about before. So six pro fights, all wins by knockout. And obviously, is the highlight for you the Queensland title lot we touched on before? Yeah. So uh, I won that in June last year. Yeah. We rolled onto the um, the the Hayes fight. Um, in September last year, and managed to secure the draw, but that you still don't feel like you yeah. won it, you know. And then that that highlight of of just you know getting that finished the way it was, and I think it's important when you win a title, you got to you got to defend it. Like there's other bigger titles out there, but you like as like most UFC fighters and whatnot, or boxers will tell you like it's easy to 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 win the title, but it's, hard, it's way harder to defend it. So yeah. I think to be a good champion, you got to you got to defend your title. So we've defended that that Queensland title and done it well too against probably the second best in Queensland. So yep. um, yeah, oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, and like talk us through getting on the No Limit card and what the difference is getting on to a card like that and the lead up to it and shit and your experience dealing with them. Like, um, well, I didn't really deal with them at all. Yep, we were getting ready for another show. Was it? I can't remember. I can't remember, yeah. Yeah. I just remember coming into the gym one day because obviously it was all under wraps, that Tim mm. Zoo show. It was all under wraps for about a month out. Um, but I think it was maybe about eight weeks out before the fight. Um, Fidel was like, oh, would you like to be on this Tim Zoo undercard? And I was like, fucking no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Put me on it. Let's do it. And yep. then it was always up in the air, I think, just in case the main event falls apart or whatever. And then mm. um, 
we're just trained and got ready for it like we normally did. And a part of me, I didn't want to get too excited for it just in case it didn't end up happening. Yeah. And then one day they, they released the tickets and they announced it all in one day and then it sold out within 24 hours and that was when it was like, holy shit, Fuck this is different life. now. Mm. And um, I don't know, like it's, uh, I think just the feelings are different. The process doesn't change. It's yeah. always the same. You just shop to the gym every day and um, you create your game plans and whatnot and um, yeah, nothing nothing changes. But as far as the week <coughs> that, that goes, they had, that was a new experience for me, the, the open workouts yeah. and whatnot. So they had that at Pack Fair, that big <coughs> shopping center in Gold Coast. And then there's a bit of a crowd around and you're doing open workouts. So it's your time to kind of show your skill set, you know? And yeah. um, we did that and had a bit of fun and uh, the weigh-ins as well. Um, that was done at Pack Fair and there was an even bigger crowd that time. And, and yeah. like that, that got me, you know, just, just as hyped up. Were well, you hitting cool. pads or your shadow box? No, we're hitting pads. Yeah, we're hitting pads. Okay. yeah, yeah. Fucking nearly missed one right at the end of the <laughs> we, we went in the other day, right, like the fucking, just to down the local gym and we're like, right, sort of walking in and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not shadow boxing straight away. I'm like, I'm picturing, <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, I'm looking in there and I'm going, can't, if they actually say, yeah, brother, just go fucking do a bit of shadow yeah. boxing, I'd be going, no way. I need to know what I'm doing first. I'm just imagining fucking getting around. I feel the know? same way, man, to be honest. <laughs> I, feel like, I don't want to be looking like a dickhead. First here, thing for anyone new, you always say this. You say, don't worry about what the fuck you look like. Yep. Everyone here walked in looked like a spastic when they started. Yeah, yep. yeah. Just chill. Yeah. Don't, if anyone judges you, they're fuckwits and they deserve to be here. Just yep. fucking look like spaz. Mm. You'll be right in a couple of months, you'll fix yourself up. Yep. And that's the only way to start? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Or do it, in, do it at home or in yeah. the shopping centre, you know, when yeah. you're in the, you see the mirror, just fucking let the jab go. I do it on the couch in front of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> she actually a few feels, metres actually, away from her. Yeah, pretty, yeah. <laughs> when she walks away. I was in my jocks the other night and he's, she sent it to Tom. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He even threw a head kick at yeah, that. Yeah, I did. Fucking hell. <laughs> that, was little, yeah. that was a little pre-warning. <laughs> then you got was there the press conference and everything, bro, for that one leading up? There was, but we weren't, we weren't part of that just because we yep. um, were way down on the card. And mm. that, that would have been good, though, if we managed to get it on. Because, like, but, I saw a couple of face-offs with you, and there was a bit of lip there. Like, obviously, was there from the draw last time, do you reckon he was trying to get in your head, or was there much sort of chat before it? So, at the um, that last fight, we were, we were great. We were messaging yep. each other, having a little joke around, lead, leading up to the fight. Yeah, you know, yeah, being yeah. Quite yeah. Friendly, and then afterwards we shook hand, had a drink, and yeah, awesome. And parted ways, and we knew we were going to fight again. Yeah. And then one day, um, I woke up to a message from him saying, uh, "Hey, man, sorry, uh, got a little heated last night." I'm like, "What the what the hell?" He'd obviously fought the night before. Then found out from a few few mates that he called me the c word, and he, yeah. he called me a coward and, and a bitch and all this uh, kind of stuff. And uh. um, yeah, so there was a bit of back and forth, and over Instagram we're having, you know, like um. You know, we were going back, bit of back and forth for a little yeah. while, and then obviously at the weigh-ins, I um, we went up to him and it was, it was heated, man. It was it was, it was electric, and mm. I was like, "You're gonna pay for everything you said to me, eh? Every, everything you said, you're, you're gonna pay tomorrow, and this is gonna be the last time you're gonna ever be on a show like this again." <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah, so yeah. Was <laughs> <laughs> but, but Hayes is a showman, you know? yeah. Like, if you're a promoter, oh, bro, he fucking looks it. Yeah, he yeah. sells it. He speaks. He should have been WWE. Like mm. he's fucking wasted time in boxing. He's a good boxer, yeah. but fuck, he's a wrestler, man. Yeah, yeah. He hypes it up. Well, I think sometimes he gets caught in character. That's the mm. issue. Yeah, he's, just, he's a nice that. bloke. I was going to say that too. Like, how how and when do you decide? Like you you're on a card, right? And you got to sell that card. It's it'd be a hard decision going right. How much am I willing to put on here to sell it without 
carrying on like and being someone I'm not like it'd be a hard fucking balance wouldn't it to, mm. to choose I suppose the, the heel <laughs> is the, the bad guy is the most important part of selling yeah the heel the bad guy wrestling fucking in boxing the bad guy makes the fucking event yeah and if you really believe in yourself put your fucking hand up and be the heel because you know that people will watch you to fight yeah people watch you see how you go and people watch you get fucking knocked out mm. but if you really believe in yourself you'll take that upon yourself and take the heel position. Yeah. And not enough people actually do it because it doesn't mean you're a fuckwit. You just believe in yourself. Yeah. It's a f- well, this is what, this what the show's about, right? Alpha blokes. Yeah. It's about getting just real Aussie everyday fucking opinions and then what you think, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, that's – if a boxer's really cocking themselves, they couldn't give a fuck about the other fighter. Yeah, Fuck yeah. you, I'm going to knock you out and you watch what you fucking say, which I'm going to do to you. Yeah. So you just oh, got to take bro, it upon yourself. And, bro, as a, as a spectator who has no idea what's going on, I'm going, yeah, so and that's like we're trying to throw this card together that we're doing next year or whatever, and it's like that's why we're sort of going, we need a couple of fuckwits, yeah, you know. I think we found them, so <laughs> well, we'll get we'll the fucking royal, king, you walk out the crown if you like, but yeah, that'd, that'd be a hard part, right? As in, like, the boxing is an aspect of its own, and then as you start getting into those bigger things and then there's all the media and the press and that, it's mm. like a whole other world, wouldn't it be, to, to get used to? Yeah, well, I mean, lucky... I think you're either made for it or you're not. And yeah. You maybe could probably get a little bit better yeah. at it, but I, um, I seem to, to enjoy it, eh? Yeah. It may, like, I think, like, it kind of eases you into the fight as well. So, yeah. like, usually you just weigh in, you see your opponent, then the nerves hit you, and then you fight the next day. But that this this was longer. It was stretched out, and I got comfortable. It got me, it got me like, nice and, and ready for it because mm. I'm kind of exposed to and conditioned to the, that, that, that environment leading up to the fight. Yeah. yeah. Are, um, you selling, are you selling tickets part of – or how do you explain it? Like, an amateur boxer, pro boxer, do you have to sell tickets – for your fights and sponsorship and stuff like that, absolutely, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you, no one's going to have you. You could be the best boxer in the world if you're if you're not selling tickets, man. You, you're not going to be on the big shows. Full stop. Mm. It's a, it's it's all about putting bums and. Do you find and, much pressure with that, focusing on your fight, and then you're still trying to sell? Well, in the smaller shows, it's essential. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like if you're if you're not selling tables or seats, man, you're you're never going to be on that show again, and the word's going to get around, and then they're, they're, mm. they're not going to have you again. Yeah. Full stop. Um, but as far as the No Limit show, all I had to do was just post the link, and yeah. and everyone just kind of bought off that link, and so that yeah. took a lot of pressure Fuck off, man. No. Oh, so you, sure. usually on those, like I said, on those smaller shows, it's it sucks. Like you're you're getting ready for a fight, and you're getting ready to put your health on the line, and you're focusing on so many things and whatnot, and then. Um, now you have to worry about collecting money off people and yeah. and like uh, and whatnot. So it's just yeah, it's, well, it's part it's part of your apprenticeship. Yeah. Uh, I understand as a fighter saying that, and we've had this talk a couple of times. But you need to learn to sell yourself, no yeah. matter how it is. That means no. tables, ringing people, juggling, you know, whatever it is. But you are what you're worth by what you put on views wise. Like mm. as in who watches and who mm-hmm. who turns mm. up, who buys pay per views. You could be fucking Floyd Mayweather, but in Australia, right? But if you've got a hundred people turn up and you can't sell a thousand pay per views, who the fuck are you? You know, boy. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's the guy's got to learn at a at the club level and sell four tables, and then the next time you got to sell ten and twenty and whatever the yeah. fuck you are. Then all the promoters fight over you and they make your career happen. See, that's interesting hearing that, eh? Because like every industry, like everything, 
all anyone sees is when you're in the ring, right? But yeah. that that is so much going on behind mm. the scenes that adds to the pressure of everything, eh? Yeah. Like, that's fucking crazy, man. Makes and breaks the fighter, man. Yeah. No. And it'd take you a while to build those relationships up too, wouldn't it? Like, working your way through, selling tickets, having reliable people you know are going to come. And, and then you've got you to keep them. That's more important. Like, yeah. imagine going up to some bloke going, hey, you want to buy a two and a half grand ticket table? Yeah, yeah, sweet. No worries, yeah. Come back three months later, you want to buy a two and a half grand? Uh, fuck. Yeah, right. Next time they don't fucking answer your phone calls. Mm. Yeah. So you got to make, you know, maybe the promoter's got shit food or put on a shit event, but mm. they need the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I can see awesome fight. fighters that um, haven't got the social skills either that yeah. are probably left behind. Huge. Yeah, yeah big problem. Yeah. yeah. Well, off the back of that, when's your next fight, brother? <laughs> <laughs> Well, How many we, tables are you going to sell? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but honestly, my fucking joke. But honestly, boys, like, what are what are the plans moving forward? Like with the gym, with you, Troy, your fights. What what's fucking coming up? Well, man, I think um, as far as the plans long term, we'll start there. Man, I will back myself, eh? Yeah. Like we're we're going to be hitting that international scene in maybe a couple of years. Yeah. If, if not earlier, maybe we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but in the meantime, um. We want that uh, that that fan base, and we want to be that 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 guy in Queensland or that New Zealand guy that uh, mm. that everyone gets behind that household name in the state. So when I do hit that international scene, man, I'm not going with waves. I'm not I'm not going by myself, you know. Yeah, yeah, have a whole fucking team behind you. That's bro. it, man, and and it's slowly building. Um, yep. In the meantime, we're just chipping away, but we've got a I've got a pretty big opportunity coming up um, in October 14th. Yep. Um, for the Australasian title. Fuck yeah. Um, so we're close to signing an opponent. Um, but yeah, we're just uh, waiting for that at the moment. Yep. Yeah. Waiting for him to sign. And we start camping two weeks, is it? Yeah. Two yeah. weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. And yep. so I'll be back full on again. Get rid of some, yeah. uh, some fat that I built up over, <laughs> over my time off. Oh, some well earned <laughs> fat, mate. Yeah. 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 Fucking right. But yeah, we'll be back in full swing again. But that's when I'm my best, man. Yeah. Like when, I, when I'm getting ready for a fight, or especially for something as big as this, I like. Again, we go back to easy fights for a lot, a lot of fighters getting... I can't get out of bed for an easy fight, man. Yeah. I, I, like, I'm always hitting up fits. I want a tough fight. I want the hardest I can get. Mm, um, yeah. And and um, so the uh, fighter we've got is almost over the line. He's a tough dude, man. Yeah. And he's had uh, many fights in many different, different disciplines. Yeah. And be, if, I, if I win that title off him, uh, that would be the... Uh, it would be worth it, man. So, yeah, yeah, fucking nice. That's awesome. Mm. Mate, for you, like, leading in... How how do you sort of start off when you come into a camp like that and like the mentality you want to get them in and shit like that, bro? Well, to you start got, off, you got to do it slowly because yeah. you, you know on this in this instance here it's actually gonna be a ten week camp, not an eight week camp. The eight weeks is when we go hard. Yeah. The ten weeks is basically getting back in the gym, getting moving again. You're talking about a big unit here. Like you can't just go, all right, get in there, fucking hundred burpees, let's <laughs> do fucking sprint. Now your body needs some warming up, needs some needs some getting used to again because he's had five weeks, six weeks off, mm-hmm. uh, like proper training. So, you know, we got to plan it meticulously in the sense of, number one, who are we fighting? Number two, what kind of lead-up we're going to do and how we're going to warm that up. Yep. And so I've got to all the machine before we start because the eight weeks coming in, we lead in with four weeks to go, we just go fucking nuts and I take the reins off him yep. and just go fucking open up. The same training, this is this is breaking your body down. Yeah. This is breaking your mind. This is putting yourself in dark places, man. Yep. This is like doing 10 rounds and throwing five different guys in every two rounds, you know? Oh, this they're is, fresh. This is, this, is, oh. this is conditioning. It's not, this is like, yeah, this is not, it's not training. It's, it's yeah, so you've got to get ready for that. Like, I'm fit now, but I'm not fight fit, so. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, sweet. Fuck, it fires me up, mate. Yeah. That's tomorrow. That's awesome, though, eh? And, like, when you're in that camp, is, is your mind just fucking tunnel vision? Yep. Like, the whole time, you're just like, I've got one fucking thing here. So I do like to distract myself as well. Like, yep. I, I try to keep boxing in the gym for that reason because I'll just leave that gym and then overthink everything, man. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll, I'll leave and I'll start getting anxious or I'll start thinking maybe I should do this and then I'll start calling him saying maybe we're doing this wrong or whatever. Mm. So that's what uni helps with as well. So I can yep. completely have to switch my mind onto something even more difficult, yep. just as, at least for me anyway. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just take that focus off, off off the boxing and then back in the gym again and then switch back on. It's, it's, um, it's just how I cope with it. Everyone's different. Yep. But um, yeah, I like to be distracted. So how do you go with the social life in that um camp? Like trying to balance that, or you're just pretty. I'm stuck in my ways. Yeah, I uh I do kind of cut that social life out. Yeah, um, yeah. I do I do like going out for dinners and stuff with the missus and and friends and whatnot. Yeah, I'm being a heavyweight. I don't need to worry too much about food. So like a lot of other. Um, all the other weight divisions all need to worry about cutting weight. I don't need to do that. Yeah. Yep. I, obviously, I need to keep staying healthy. I can have that, that steak and potatoes and you know Bro, that's yeah that's Look, even more big smile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get these three chains for nothing, mate. That's like that's another set of balls in its own, bro. The fact that like that's awesome for you, but that means you could be fighting a two meter tall cunt that weighs one hundred and fucking sixty kilo. We just spoke about that, didn't we? <laughs> a two meter tall bloke. Yeah. Like, yeah. like as in that that's a pretty wild fucking prospect. Like you could be fighting Tyson Fury, like mm. six foot nine, isn't he? Yep, six like, nine. Like something yeah. like that. Well, there's one guy we're looking at at the moment. He's six nine. Actually. No, 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 no. seven oh. foot. Seven foot. Seven the Kiwi guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like seven foot and about fourteen foot or something. Yeah, yeah, right. the other oh, way, so. ex-porn star. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 it was very exciting when I brought his name up. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fucking wrestling that bloke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit of sparring. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's you just you're like your mentality's like got to be just go forward anyway. So mm. no matter how how worried you get is is the opponent or who he is or whether you're fo- sparring with somebody that's. That's just out of this planet. Like someone that's way above your ability, you just could kind of jump in there anyway and do it. So Yeah. Mm. And with the next fight, mate, you're talking a bit off air about like charity that you guys are working with in conjunction with what you've got going on. Do you want yeah. to share a bit about that? Like what's your plans there? Yeah, um I've been working with um Inspiring Brighter Futures, IBF. They're a, a real large uh, mentoring program here in, in Queensland, southeast Queensland especially. But they're going to start working with rural areas such as Gladstone and Bundy and stuff like that. Um, what they do is they, there's, a lot of, there's a big issue here with youth crime. Mm. Um, these kids aren't bad kids. They just don't have anything else left. You know, I, I'm, I grew up the same way. I was a little shitbag. Lucky I didn't end up in jail. All my mates are in jail or on the run or whatever the fuck it is. So, mm. um, it's, I'm 42 now. and It's about time I give back and help the kids out and... Uh, been involved with this this mob for a couple of weeks, uh, you know, just over a month now, and I go to schools and help mentoring. And for our next show is getting basically um, produced enough cash we can give a, 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 basically a huge donation to these guys and keep it going because it's a great organisation. Yeah. Um, and kids are just they're just fucking misunderstood, mate. They got like mm. we talked about. We touched on the educational aspect. Yeah. Um. I the kids I mentor at the school and I'm at now is. They just, they are, most of them would be dyslexic yeah. or they have issues with social, you know, social aspects and stuff like that where they can't come out and talk properly. So they don't want to be put on the spot. They don't want to answer questions. Mm. They've got to be taught different. 
uh, what happens when you can't understand something? You just want to fuck around, right? Like, yeah. let's go fucking do this. And then one day that becomes that. And then becomes a stealing the car and then yep. acting like a fucking hoon. Mm. And if we can help these kids out at a younger age and put them in the right way yeah. um, earlier and give them a bit of just a bit of love. Mm-hmm. The fucking simple as just giving them a bit of love. Yep. Is that involved with like bringing them into boxing and that as well? It will like be, yeah. Thing. So yeah. I, I'm doing two months of them at the moment. <coughs> um, probably finish about six more weeks. And um, then they've, they've asked that, um, I get involved in trying to create a new program for the more high-end, more at-risk children. Mm. Um, and that's what I want. I want the kids that are basically on the end of the man, like they've got nothing else. Yep. And a lot of it's got, I just said to them, throw them in the gym with me for eight weeks. Say, mate, you've got two, you got two, you got two um, directions. Go to jail or come in the gym for eight weeks, have a fight. Yeah. They'll learn respect. They'll yeah. learn humility. They'll learn hard work. That's the fucking mm. issue we have now. Yeah. Everyone's on those fucking phones. No one wants to work anymore. No. Yeah. I sound like an old man, but no, that's I'm just fucking, being straight. No, that's spot on, man. Yeah, people got to learn. Like, the kids have lost their, their whole hunger to work. Mm. Everyone wants to be easy because they fucking see it. All, well, they've fucking got millions or they've mm. got followers. Yeah, they don't have bullshit. to start at the... You've got to start at the fucking bottom and work your way up and earn some respect. You can't just roll in like it seems to happen everywhere else. Well, mate, they've got to learn that... There's no such thing as work smart, not hard. Mm. You've got to earn everything you fucking do. And if you get something without earning it, you better watch yourself. Because yeah. it's going to blow up in your fucking face, yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. So you've got to learn to fucking work these young fellas. You know, and, and, and girls. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, yeah, look, if, if I can help and you know, hopefully Troy's involved and yep. I'm getting enough boxing people involved because we are known as a sport that changes lives around. Yep. And uh, if we can do something for these kids and change what's going on, yeah. well, the government's doing fucking fuck all. So yeah, that's maybe right. we can, we, we can try yeah, and make a right. difference. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Do you reckon yeah. like there's a wrong perception? Maybe parents, they see boxing or MMA even as like a violent thing. But really like these young fellas and maybe women as well, it's a place for them to go and let off their shit and steam and come out of there a bit more calm. Like is that a better way of looking at it? Or? Uh, I, I see it as I'm, I'm going by self-experience. And that's... Yeah. I'm fucked up in the head. There's obviously issues. And I think, always say, a great boxer has always got head noise. There's a problem. Mm. And they go in that gym because it's their release. Mm-hmm. You know, other people might do it for art. They might, they might do it for music. You know, all the parents go, oh, it's fucking beautiful. Look at the painting. Look at the fucking... Mate, some of these people just need to punch a bag yeah. and need that release. And if you give them that release, it doesn't bottle up and, com- and, and, man- and, and turn into something bigger, yeah. manifest into something huge. Mm. And then that release might be... It's adrenaline. It's fucking anxiety. It's whatever it is, but... It might be something as stupid as carrying something on you. Someone's saying stupid and you're fucking hacking them with a mm. bullshit knife that your mum put out on the kitchen table that you didn't know any better. Like, <clears> that's, yep. what, that's what we've got to fucking do here. and Give them release. Give them something. Because mm. at the moment, these kids have got nothing. A lot of these ones get done and they're in trouble. They've got nothing, mate. Their poor old parents are either in jail or they're fucked or something wrong with them. Mm. Yeah, they're on drugs. It can be whatever. Like, yeah. no, I, don't, I don't judge anyone, but... In the end, day, there's an issue. That's the reason why the way they are. A hundred percent. Well, that's why I fucking help them. Yeah, you know? so no, that's can, good, man. That's oh, awesome. we'll just throw them in fucking jail and make them better criminals. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's just fucking stupid. Yeah, their energy needs to be channeled, man. Yeah, you no, know? and yeah, that's 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 what what boxing does. It's not for everyone, yeah, obviously, and, not, and I can imagine it's not for every kid either. But there are certain kids where that's all they probably that's the biggest hope, you know. Yeah, um, it's just channel that that that, that bad energy they got and yeah. and channel into the gym and yeah. Look how many people are, yeah. Look how many people saved <laughs> from combat sports already, mate. Fuck it up. Yeah, every mm. redemption story is mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, good on you, boys. It's fucking mm. awesome. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great thing. Yeah. Um. Mate, outside of boxing, what's your fucking passions? Like, what do you enjoy doing? You talked about rugby before. Um, um, you know, what do you like getting into? 
Oh, like meeting. the last five weeks apart from drinking piss. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, man. Like, outside of I'm an absolute fucking menace. Yeah, yeah. I just... Oh, you, my missus, man. I feel so, so sorry for her, eh? So Gee, do I. Hey, don't say you want fucking saying it. Don't fucking say you want But I do not know why that woman's still with me, to be honest. Um, like, I, like, I just try to stay busy, man. Yep. Uh, uni. Um... Uh, I like watching sports. I like hanging out with my mates. I like hanging out with mm. family. Um, yeah, but boxing is my, is my passion. It's, it's, yeah. it's it is it, in a way it's my hobby, man. Yeah, like it, like it, this is, you know, I know I've got a life outside of it. It's just what's what's happening now. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, while the sun shines, bro, keep it, knocking cunts out. That's it. Like I've seen. <laughs> I'm sure Fids <laughs> can tell you if like the amount of people we've seen like there. I don't ever want to be that guy in a pub. That everyone goes, oh, he was a great boxer back in his day. Mm. You know, I've got a life out after that, so yep. I'm getting ready for that as well. So, um, not, not enough athletes do that, man. So, I, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm working on myself always. Yeah, I yeah. suppose, like, and that's the other thing a lot of professional sports is um, it's a young man's thing, right? Like, like boxing, what is it like 40s, you reckon, is when it starts to be like that's pushing the, the limit? I'd, I'd say earlier, as a heavyweight, you'd yeah. go maybe 35, 40. Yeah. In the so, lower weights, because you're making weight, you'd say 30 to 35. Yeah. But let's say 35, 40. Yeah, you're yeah. a fucking young man compared yeah. to when you can die. Like, as in, you're if you say 80, that's half your life, bro. Yeah. You've still got to do yeah. something, mate. Yeah. And, yeah, you put... Like, I can't even imagine the feeling that you've just put, like, all your energy into into a sport, you know? Since you, so a, lot of, a lot of these people have been doing it since they're five years old and mm. putting everything into it. And then one day it's all over and that's that, you know? Well, bro, like, I think we got a couple of lads earlier on, like Gary Larson and stuff like that, and you talk to some of those lads who were only just making enough to make ends meet playing professionally back in the day with all the hype, playing State of Origin, Mm. with all the action, and now they're operators for another 40 years, and that mentality of going from such a high Mm. down to just fucking now you're back with the plebs. Mm -hmm. Like. I'm, you know, you know like what you said is a major fucking issue. There'd be boxers. Or I'm friends with a lot of rugby league players, former stars, and they all go through the same shit. You're talking about these superstars. They're all fucking... Yeah, everyone's the... idols and blah, blah, blah. They leave, and the first year they leave... Well, you know, what's a good example is Danny Green. Yep. You know, Danny's a good mate of mine, and you know, he always talks about how the whole world was calling him every fucking day, mm. and the moment he retired, he oh. kind of just dropped off. Mm. And, and it took me a while to get used to it. You know, just Greeny, I'm talking about all fucking footy players. Yeah. It got. It takes a while for them to transfer back to being just a civilian. Yeah. And some of them can't do it. They're still fucking around like they're rock stars. They're partying. They're fucking going out, spending the money. Mm. And all of a sudden, they've got no fucking money left. Then they go on depression. Yeah. They've got nothing. And, yeah, like what you said, you know, him doing his education. And I don't know too much about it. To be honest, we talk about it a bit. Yep. Um, I let him do his thing and he seems quite invested. So yeah. that, to me, that's enough. Yeah. But for him to have a life outside of, of boxing is extremely important. Or even, a, even a passion, strong, eh? yeah. yeah. Mm. Like something to positively put your energy towards so you know when you finish, you're not just going to be going, fuck, mm. what now? Yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. really big issue. It's, a really, it's something yeah. that has to be addressed, to be honest, in all sports. But yeah. yeah well, I think um, like we got a couple of family friends who have like um, – Young fellas going through a couple of NRL systems now, and I think they're getting a lot better at making sure that those young fellas are doing something else to yeah. have to rely on as well. You know what I mean? Which is, I think, it's a good thing because mm. yeah, and just spreading that word of like you well, know, considering what kind of a, it's a business and it's got to be part mm. of HR, right? Like if someone's got something wrong with their head, you got to fix it at work, right? These big, big, big companies, these big football clubs are now are, are companies. They're not fucking clubs anymore. It's it's money. It's mm. all about money. 
So you need to address all the issues that could be health-related. And probably the worst thing is is mind. Yeah. And that, a lot of them on the pokies, a lot of them fuck around going out, you yeah. know, partying with chicks or whatever else, or blokes or whatever the fuck they're into, who cares? And yeah. the, the clubs are now just starting to realise they have to be invested more in, in fixing these guys' heads. And that's, yeah. it's really important to keep them busy because if they don't, they spiral real fucking quick. And their passions are a best way to keep them busy. Yeah. So it's 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 a big fucking issue, massive issue. Chase yeah. chasing that adrenaline outside of it when it's mm-hmm. all over, well, trying mate, to get that same but, high again. That's who we are, man. Like, that's yeah. right. There's like I said, it's channeled. Like it's this this energy isn't just in the boxing gym; it's everywhere. It's when I, like, it's always there, you know. Yeah. To be to be good at anything, you need to be crazy, man. Dude, <laughs> you know, I like, <laughs> I fucking laugh at like when people are like, oh my god, like when a professional fighter does something wild and people are like, wow, that's crazy. And it's like, do you know that cunt punches people for a living? Yeah. As if they're yeah. not going to be a Gets bit wild. Punched, yeah. 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 Like as in John Jones goes on those yeah. rampant things that he yeah. does and that. Greatest, and it's like, yeah. that dude's one of the baddest motherfuckers yeah. on earth. Of course he's going to be a bit screwless, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. You've got to be to be a good fighter, man. You've got to be yeah. something wrong with you. Because look, I, I always say I'm, God, God created me to inflict pain, not fucking take it. I hate getting punched. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I love punch. I hate getting punched. Yeah. And it's you've got to be fucked up to stand there and keep taking it because I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Yeah. And so my respect goes to these guys because it's fucking hard and there is a screw loose. So here and there they're going to fuck up somewhere, mm. and it's just trying to keep them on the right path and have the right people around them to to stick to their path even if they alter a little bit. You know. Yeah. No, well, mate, I like full respect for you boys doing what you're doing with the youth crime stuff and trying trying to do something because, like you said, it's not like it's at the moment nothing's getting done. So at least something's going on to give so, at least some of these kids yeah. a fucking outlet, you know. Someone's yeah. gonna get hurt soon, man. Yeah, mate, you know where we like, I, I got broken into last year, you know. So you feel violated and all these thoughts going through your head, man. <laughs> what if I caught that kid? So oh. even, these like Fidel said, these aren't bad kids. They're just. Uh, they're just down the wrong path, you know, and something's going to happen. Better. Yeah, mm. something bad's going to have to happen to them, and then that's going to escalate, or or someone's yeah. going to happen to a civilian, or whatever, man. But do you think sometimes, like, um, they get a snap on the uh, smack on the wrist these days, and they get away with it a bit compared mm. to other countries? Mm. So but, some of them are like, I understand that, but some of them are taking the well, piss. But as you know, well. like, what do we do? Do we do we throw a kid to get in, go to jail at six? Though? you know, this is not saying yeah, you're yeah. wrong. Yeah. Because, yeah, you fuck up, you've got to learn that you've done the wrong thing, you've got to pay for it, right? That's mm. just the way society works. You've got to learn that you're fucked up, mm. you've got to pay for it. But do we throw them in jail and make them, like, you're talking about stealing the car, you know, not even stealing the car, let's say they're a bit of breaking in. Mm. And, and the person of the, the <coughs> premises, the owner of the premises is cool with it, kind of, all right, man, just a kid, they don't want to press any more charges, they're going to make it worse. Do you then throw them in jail and make them better criminals? Like, that's the university, you learn in jail. Mm. You, all you're doing is making the problem worse. Yeah, you know, I think everyone in jail would say the same. They would say, mate, like, no one wants to end up here. We don't want anyone to end up in fucking jail. Yeah. And it's, it's, if we can teach to get these kids to understand you could do something wrong, you're going to fucking cop it. But if you work your fucking ass off, I guarantee everything's going to fall into place. Mm. If we can teach them that, it's going to be less of this fucking drama. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard one to tackle straight away, isn't it? Because it's like, one, you don't want a heap of people out there that are going to be stealing cars and fucking breaking and entering. Obviously. But the same way, you don't want to just that to be the answer forever. A life so ruined sitting in a cell when no. they could have improved. It's a Band-Aid effect. They're just trying to fucking mm. cover it up. Let's throw them in jail. You get the old fucking people on TV go, oh, we'll throw them in jail. They'll fucking fix it. It's like, oh, what's he going to fucking fix? Yeah, They're yeah. going to get out and do the same shit. Yeah. I think it's 
They said 80% re-offend in the first fucking 12 months. Mm. And like well, you said, fucking working, isn't like it? you said mm. about um, making them a better criminal, well, that's where they'd learn all the shit, wouldn't they? Mate, it's where you learn it. Like, that's, mm. you go get in and get a, yeah. you learn shit. Like, you know, people, what are you in for? Oh, fucking, I, I jacked the fucking uh, armor truck. Oh, fuck, I just stole a car. How did you do that? Yeah, got nothing I'm better not to do. Tell me how I'm to do it. I'm going to say that. Look, I've been to fucking jail, but <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just fucking plain black and white, isn't it? They go in, learn more shit. Get better at what they fucking do and come out. Hey, I'm the master fuck criminal now. Yeah. Do whatever the fuck I like. Yeah. I've learned little tricks of the trade. Mate, it's, jail ain't full of bad people. Jail is full of good people that are fucked up. Yeah, and yeah. we just need to understand that we've got to give people a second chance sometimes. Yeah. And that starts at kids. Mm, give mm. the kids, show them that you give them, a, give them a fuck and you're trying to help the system. You're trying to help these kids and give them a bit of, bit of opportunity. And they might give you the respect. And yeah, you know, obviously some are going to slip the net. But more are going to stick to the point that, hey, we'll be giving this fucking chance, but not let them down. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Good know. stuff. Um, so, for we, we've got a few guest questions that will hit you with, Troy, at the end. We fucking hit everyone with these questions. But um, just quickly, how do people follow what you got going on, man? Um, like your, your socials or whatever, where do they go to check out your journey? Yeah, I think, I think my um, most active would be my um, well, Instagram. Yeah. So, Troy underscore Pilcher. Yep. Um, Give us a follow, man, like I said, and we've obviously got some big shows coming up, so yeah. we'd love to be able to come along to the, these events, especially yeah, down on the Gold right. Coast if you're there. Yep. Um, if you want to sponsor as well, man, like uh, we're desperate in need for them, man. It's going to be a long, hard journey, and we, yep. need, we need money or we need we need tables sold or whatever it may be, so yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Make sure you collect We'd love to like set up some meetings or whatever it may be and see what we can do back, you know. It's, uh, yeah, it's not so just go, a one-way string. So. Go give it a follow, and hey, we haven't got an announcement off yet on who you're fighting so we'll have to do a bit of a share when you announce that and stuff and get around your fight mate thanks mate in october oh, no, so appreciate that. fucking super keen to see how it goes mate and we're behind you 100 percent. awesome boys appreciate that fucking That's prime. Nice. it'll be prime um right oh getting to these guest questions first one brother ever been arrested <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've spent one night in the uh in, in the uh in the lock house, I think it was just a bit of a push and shove outside of a nightclub. Oh, yeah. That was a little bit younger. I think, I think many of us have, eh? So. Yeah, but yeah. That, that's, that's the extent. Not in the piss tank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've all been there. Walk, out, right? the, walk out with a pie in the morning. A couple of times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we won't maybe. ask you. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> oh, mate, what was your first job? Um, so, like I said, I was pretty... Uh, pretty shit school so I used to jump on a rubbish truck eh? oh yeah so when I was about 15 the rugby coach he would always just give me 100 bucks so I'd just be on the back of a rubbish truck when I was when I was younger and they used to hang off the bed it was the coolest thing man yeah. I, I, I loved it I, back, back, obviously they didn't do it anymore but yeah it was uh, oh so that was back fun. in the days where you just hold on and you jump yeah, off bro. grab the bin <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah it was yeah, awesome nice. mate. I thought I was the coolest guy in the world eh? <laughs> <laughs> well dude hey, to some people like when my son was around that two year old age Bro, the rubbish man was better than fucking Superman. Yeah. Like that thing would come <laughs> out and grab the bin and he'd be going, whoa, and he'd yeah. honk the horn. Absolutely. You know? yeah, yeah, fucking oath, bro. Good stuff. Mate, next one. You can invite three people to dinner, dead or alive. Who are they and why? Oh, it's not fucking me because he still owes me a fucking dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I've been telling him ten times. It's a hard one. I'd definitely invite my two grand- grandfathers, eh? Yep. They passed away when I was younger, but I was close with both of them. I'd love to have a chat. Talk about some of the things I'm doing now, and even about their life. You know, like being in the World War and, yeah. and whatnot. And man, I'm both uh, great men in their own ways. So I'd love to like, have a little, little bit of a dinner with them. But um, as far as the other person, I think um, 
think Donald Trump would be a oh, good one right. on the yard one day. <laughs> 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 no one's coming right. to fucking show now. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> Fuck off, mate. It makes me laugh. Like when, at least when he's in, it's fucking entertaining. It is. Like, <laughs> it's fucking fun. <laughs> he's a lyricist. I wish he hit the piss. If he hit the piss, he'd be the ultimate. There's a lot of power in that mad cunt, but at least it's entertaining. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, that's fucking, that's awesome, brother. What do you reckon the best piece of advice is that you've been given, mate? You'll never make it alone. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. Like, no matter where you make it in life, you always got to give credit to someone that got helped you get there or, or whatnot. No man ever makes it alone, man. So, mm. um, no, that's fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, for sure. Uh, what's on top of the bucket list, brother? Uh, I love to travel away. I'd love to see the world, man, and yep. experience all these different cultures mm. out and about. And um, Like Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll be we'll be in we'll the ring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rehab already, club. I already uh, ticked one off the bucket list, which was the last fight it was on Sportsbet for the first time. So, yeah, nice. <laughs> that, one, that, one, that one's gone. What'd you come in as? Were you the favourite? It was even, man. It was close. Oh, was one. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think you're a slight underdog. Yeah, well, yeah. right, just before I walked in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. So yeah, travel the world. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Unreal, brother. And this one, and I love this one. Are aliens real? I think out there for sure. There's there's no question about that. Eh? Yeah. Like uh, I don't think you can deny that. Um, just yeah. the vastness of space. Yep. Um, but it's getting what a little. Looking ahead on him. What about you, bro? It's, it's, Look at him. He's a fucking alien head himself. <laughs> it's, it's, getting, it's getting a little weird now, eh? With uh, some yeah, of his oh, announcements man, that he made. We've been asking every car if aliens are real. I reckon there's been one person that said no. And it has to be. It has to be. Fuck, right. come on. Everyone says the same thing, Holy but shit. no one really talks about it. All of a sudden, here's cunts going, I saw a fucking UFO. And we're like, I'm, I'm sitting there going, yeah, I'm not shocked, dude. Why is it always in America? <laughs> yeah, Why is it right. always in the fucking States? Yeah. Like, aliens don't like Australia, they don't like yeah. China and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Come down under. Down yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's got to be, be real, but... I want to be the first podcast too. to get a fucking alien on. I find it so interesting that chat, eh? and yeah. everyone says the same thing. It's too much shit to not be somewhere. Something yeah. has to know? be, has, has to, to be. be, has to be, right? But yeah, it is interesting, eh? All that shit going on with old mate going to the courts and that, and mm -hmm. fucking. I'm thinking we were saying the other day, talking about it, going, um, surely he does a public statement saying I am not going to kill myself. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, that's one at the you moment. Know. He's fucking yeah. a bit loose. Making yeah, a bit seen, of noise. I've seen a little bit on it, though. Yeah. Oh, mate, off Blink 182. See, 182. See him at the concert the other night. Told you I was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking told you it's about fucking aliens. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. yeah. Boys, thanks so much for coming on. That was a great yarn. I can't wait to fucking, you know, watch what you boys do together and Troy, watch you do in the ring, bro. And um, Let's get down the next fight. Yeah, oh, fucking oath. You guys cool. got to get into the gym too. Fucking Dude, yeah. What are you trying to fucking say? Yeah. <laughs> Come out of your mouth. Fucking. 100%. We'll get you in shape. Yeah. Get you some things too. For sure. Like. No, yeah. when we... Um, Bonds is doing uh, one-way flights soon on a Thursday. <laughs> There you so go. I might wake up Sunday and fly home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we might have to come for a visit. But, yeah, bro, um, leading up, when your fight gets announced, we'll make sure we share it. And everyone, go give Troy some fucking love on the socials and let's get behind him. And the gym too, eh? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Fight Club Billy. So. Yeah, Fight Club yeah. Billy. There you go. If you're around there and you're a real tough cunt, Fids reckons he'll knock you out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so head in there. I'll send you. <laughs> nah, good work, boys. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, Thanks lads. Thank you very much. much. 
Call them what you want. Knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.